This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Joining me now is a brilliant man, a seasoned political advisor and a friend. Join me in welcoming Stephen Miller to the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Uh, you know, Stephen, uh, he has been a senior advisor for policy and the White House director of speech writing for President Trump. Uh, he was also a comms director for then Senator Jeff Sessions. Uh, he is a brilliant man. You see him on Fox News. We've had him on the show before. I always appreciate having him on. Stephen Miller, welcome. Americans are starting to understand uh, that there are, there is no protection for Americans when an illegal is allowed here and commits a violent crime. What can you tell us about how how bad this problem is? Well, sadly, this is the the most obvious and predictable outcome in the world, and every one of us who's been warning about this for years has been saying so. Which is that if you have, a, I mean, this is so just blatantly clear. If you have a policy which Joe Biden has had now for three years. Of allowing people to show up at the border illegally and then get released on demand. By definition, some of the world's most heinous criminals, predators, killers, monsters are going to take advantage of that program and come into America, where unlike in their home countries, there are many soft targets. There's an extremely generous legal system. There's enormous opportunities to escape justice altogether. So for for predators all over the world, this is a very soft target to come into America, prey on women, prey on children, knowing that we have so many cities uh, that are run by leftists where no policing, there's very little prosecution, really no rules at all. It's a free-for-all. And on Mm -hmm. top of that, of course, you get free welfare, free housing, everything else. So for the uh, for the criminal, this is a very enticing target. So this is a completely self-inflicted, self-imposed policy. And Joe Biden did it knowing and his aides knowing, of course, innocent Americans are going to die. But to them, that was acceptable collateral damage in pursuit of their vision of bringing in all of these illegal migrants on the hopes that they would be able to in the future become citizens and vote in our elections. And, you know, Stephen Miller, there's also talk of illegals voting in some elections in New York City, for example. So, you know, I think it's kind of a a positive, uh, it's a wish and a hope uh, that they might, you know, accept uh, or become citizens and then vote in an election. I mean, there's talk of their vote as illegals. So, uh, but the question I think that most of us have this morning is, during the Trump administration, there was an effort to identify crimes committed, violent crimes committed by illegals. And I understand that, you know, a lot of that was was stopped because some of the states weren't keeping, you know, uh, information. They weren't categorized similarly. And in a lot of states, they don't even ask the status of an individual, of a defendant. And, you know, they just write down white and uh, that's the end of it. So there's no way to, to accurately identify them. But in the past week, uh, in addition to Lake and Riley, I mean, we saw a two-year-old who was shot with a gun 
in uh, uh, in one of the states. I'm not sure where it was. And then, you know, we've got rape and stabbings and serious crimes committed by people from El Salvador, Honduras, and, you know, all those countries where Kamala Harris was going to find the root cause. Well, I don't think anybody really cares about that anymore. But the question is, how do we change it, Stephen Miller? Yeah, America is becoming El Salvador, and El Salvador is becoming uh, a safe, peaceful, <laughs> uh, and uh, calm country, a uh, complete inversion. You know, in particular, we've seen a lot of crimes from Venezuelan illegals. And you've seen reporting, even from Bloomberg, in fact, that Venezuela's violent crime is plummeting as Venezuela's criminals, to my earlier point, are seeking out the soft target. And the enormous also economic opportunities in terms of free benefits, free housing, and so forth in America. So we are literally importing Venezuela's crime problem. There are most hardened criminals. And, of course, the individual accused in the murder, brutal, savage murder. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority PriorityGoldGuide.com. Well, you know, the, the, the Venezuelan, Venezuelan who, who sexually assaulted a child, uh, and the, it was a, um, a person from El Salvador uh, who murdered a two-year-old. But there was an MS-13 gang member, uh, and there was a red hold. Have you ever heard of a red hold? I'm not familiar with that specific right, Let me tell you what it is. A red hold context. where El Salvador... Put out, it's almost like an international detainer. Oh, yeah, the term, yeah, like a red notice, yeah. Right, it's a red notice, exactly. My mistake there. And the authorities from El Salvador said, we want this M13 uh, gang member. Uh, and he entered the United States, Stephen Miller, not once, but four times. And he was a fugitive from his own country who put out a worldwide red notice that they wanted him held. He enters our country four times. We deport him. He comes back. These people are coming in. We don't even ask them their names. And, Stephen Miller, my recommendation right now is not only do we fingerprint them, hopefully, but we should get DNA from every illegal who tries to enter this country and put it in a DNA database. Congress actually created the program for doing that very thing uh, under the Trump administration. We begin steadily expanding DNA collection efforts at the border, and yeah. you guessed it, the Biden administration canceled all of that. And that's something that we would certainly pursue in a second Trump administration. I also want to make the point to, to what you were saying about not knowing who these people are and not having records in many cases. Of course, sometimes you do have records, and they still let them in. Yeah. It's important to keep in mind. Let us say that you're a fugitive from justice in Venezuela, and you run to the United States of America. You don't show up and say – Here's my date of birth. Here's the province, yeah. the city, 
the county, wherever I was born in, uh, and now you can look me up. You burn your documents and you create a fake name and you're out the door in a couple hours. Exactly. And then there's a whole other category of people who are criminals who just don't have any records. In other words, let's say, let's say that you're a, um, a gang leader from Cameroon. You think the Border Patrol has the capacity to search some database to see who all of the known and suspected gang members in Cameroon are? Forget it. they got 10,000 people showing up a day. You're in, you're out. You're in, you're out. Nobody knows who any of these people are. The only time you get a hit is if you have a case where somebody has a very specific criminal conviction in a functioning justice system in a country that is a close partner with the United States. Mm-hmm. Outside that, you're not getting hits on any criminals anywhere, and they're just being set free. You know, the sad part about this is that, you know, we talk about equal protection. <laughs> you look at an American criminal, we put him in jail, we, you know, we lock him up. I mean, hopefully. Uh, but if you're an illegal, you go to a sanctuary city and uh, we won't even let ICE come in and deport him. As though Stephen Miller deportation means they're never coming back there. Of course they're coming back. And this guy with the red notice came back four times. So, and that's yeah, from right. it's clearly an equal protection violation. In fact, you have prosecutors, Soros prosecutors, and other lefty prosecutors that will actually charge illegals with less than they could specifically to keep them off of ICE's radar. In other words, if they were a citizen, they would be getting charged with a lengthier sentence. They're being given a lower sentence specifically because they want to keep them off of ICE's radar. You is this unbelievable? Clear what? equal protection violations. The benefit is that they're going to vote. I mean, I can't. That we can't afford them. The schools can't afford them. The hospitals are shutting down in Denver. I mean, this is lunacy. But keep in mind, the first bill. People forget this. You you, you heard Karine uh, Jean Pierre prattle on endlessly at the podium about how Joe Biden. This has been going on for you know a couple of years now. Joe Biden sent Congress an immigration bill and never passed it. And I'm not talking about the new bill. I'm talking about this has been a talking point from the White House for a couple of years now. The bill that she's been referring to is when Joe Biden came in, the first bill he sent to Congress in early February, right after he came in, was a bill to make illegal immigrants into voting citizens. They would have passed that bill into law, but for the fact that uh, they couldn't get rid of the filibuster in the Senate. They were just a voter too short to be able to get rid of the filibuster. So if they ever had the White House, the House, and a majority in the Senate that could get rid of the filibuster – they would instantaneously make everyone that Biden let in into a voting citizen. Voila, like that. Do they still have motor voter registration? Do you remember that, Stephen Miller, that yes, you could go and yes. they do? And that's a, that's a major um, – Yeah, people get automatically registered at the, oh at the DMV. And that is a major point for both intentional fraud and mm-hmm. incidental fraud. So you mm-hmm. both obviously have people who are checking boxes that aren't true, uh, that is never verified. And then you also have other cases where uh, people are sent registrations by accident or unintentionally uh, that are not, in fact, eligible to receive them. Yeah, yeah. And a final question, because I know you've got to go, Stephen Miller. Um, You know, Mayor Adams in New York City, uh, you know, was asked, he said, you know, we're a sanctuary city. We have to do this and that. And someone I remember at a press conference 
uh, said, well, well, can't you change that? And he turned around and he said, can we change it? He never even looked into it, or maybe he was just acting. I don't know. Um, how do you change a sanctuary city? Let's assume the city council, I understand, that started with Ed Koch and de Blasio then made it even worse. I mean, made, you know, reduce the number of crimes uh, that could even be considered uh, uh, by ICE. But how do you de-sanctuary a sanctuary city? Well, I guess it depends a lot on what the ordinance is. So a lot of cases you have sheriffs, police chiefs, mayors, et cetera, that have established an executive policy of not cooperating with ICE. And that, of course, can be overturned with a new policy. In cases like New York City or like in this entire state of California where they have passed sanctuary laws, unless there is – and there may be, but unless there is some kind of emergency exception that an executive could apply – then that executive would have to petition the legislature, the city council, to change the law, which, of course, if they had an ounce of decency or consciousness or humanity, they would do, seeing the carnage unfolding all around them and all the innocent lives being shattered. But unfortunately, the Democrat Party's allegiance to illegal aliens uh, continues to be supreme over their concerns about American citizens. Yep. All right. Stephen Miller, we want to thank you for your time today. Uh, God bless you, and thank you for fighting for Americans. Thank you. God bless you. Talk soon. Okay. Thanks. And, of course, never forget, join.